Welcome back to another fun edition of Tahoe Talk with yours truly, Mike Parent and Rob Galloway. And this one is brought to you by Lake Tahoe Ale Works, home of the self-serve beer wall, wood-fired pizza, and live music every day. Choose your adventure at one of their two locations in South Lake Tahoe at the Y or tucked between the casinos at State Line. And a killer family meal deal going on right now for 35 bucks as yeah. well, too, so... Man, I'm hungry already for some pizza. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's one way to kick off your Tuesday morning here. So we're going to hit you with the news from around the globe to out your back door and with some topics that are going to keep you relevant and up to date. Again, we hope you had a great holiday weekend. We are back to reality. Lots of news to talk about. And 2020 is back at it again, folks. The hammerhead worm. <laughs> this so is, we are not making this up. <laughs> An invasive and creepy snake-sized worm, up to a foot long, is invading Virginia and Georgia right now. So they're really hard to kill. Like I said, they're invasive. And just like earthworms, when cut in half, both sides still remain alive. If you <laughs> Google these, they are creepy as hell looking and it's yeah it's basically a mix of a hammerhead shark and this snake and a worm it, uh. <laughs> so keep it up 2020 keep it up while you still have a chance yeah. and uh we had yellowstone they set a record for visitors last month the park hosted over 830,000 recreational visits that is a 21 percent increase from September 2019. I know my wife and I, we had a trip planned to go to Yellowstone end of September uh, into October. And we canceled it just because we thought it was it was just too overrun. And then you have people from all over the world coming during a pandemic, uh, or at least all, all over the United States. So he's like, probably nah, good. We're gonna we're gonna back off on that. Probably one. a good choice there. <laughs> yeah, so setting another record just as 2020 brings us. And speaking of that, we had the historic 2020 hurricane season uh, officially come to an end yesterday on Monday uh, at the end of November. Uh, you know, storms can still happen, but this is the official season. There's 30 storms total significant that where they use every name that was approved in the book this year. <laughs> and, then, and then they started to go with, uh, I think it was Greek letters. <laughs> so wow. yeah, they, they, they ran all the way through all the approved names. It started back in May 14th and ended yesterday at the end of November. Uh, in other news, you got Starbucks starting back up their campaign to offer free coffee for frontline workers through the month of December. So far, they've given out 2 million cups to essential workers. All you got to do is present yourself, tell them you're a frontline worker, no ID necessary. They're going on the honor system there. Wow. Uh, it's a tall, tall cup of coffee, uh, brewed or iced. Uh, no questions asked. Head on in there. Starbucks, giving back to the community. No freeloaders. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Be honest now. <laughs> and then we've got cryptocurrency on fire again. The leader of the industry, Bitcoin, which you probably heard about, a lot of people don't have any clue of what you can actually even do with these Bitcoins, <laughs> but they hit an all-time high yesterday at just over $19,850. During the crash back in March, it was as low as $4,800. A few years ago, it was down to $700. So if you held on to that $700 Bitcoin yeah, <laughs> got a nice payday there. <laughs> yeah, uh, so the cryptocurrency is on fire again. 
And then uh, changing it up, we've got Beyonce in the headlines, up for nine Grammys this year, now has a lifetime 79 nominations and 24 wins, making her the most nominated female artist in Grammy history. She's tied for Paul McCartney for the second most nominated artist of all time, trailing none other than her husband. <laughs> that power couple, uh, they are just crushing it. Jay-Z received three nominations this year. And uh, Quincy Jones is also up there, both with 80 career nominations. Again, Beyonce at 79. And I think I think she's going to top. She's going to top 80. <laughs> she's, she's not slowing down. She's still she's, going. She's got plenty of fuel in the tank. Yeah, exactly. And then Rob, I don't believe this stat. Uh, I don't know about you, but this is nowhere near what we spent on Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> in a poll from, in an article from NPR and one of my favorite marketplace with Kai Rizval, uh, the cost of an average Thanksgiving dinner this past uh, holiday uh, period for 10 people dropped 4% this year to $46.90 or less than $5 a person. And this is according to the American Farm Bureau Federation. So Rob, I think that's a little low. <laughs> Gotta be low. I mean, I mean it's more like yeah. forty-six ninety a person. I mean, <laughs> it's, exactly. it's no five dollars for person. ten people. Forty-six dollars ninety cents. Who spent? Yeah, that's ridiculous. So, uh, you know, the lowest it's been since two thousand and ten. Uh, in part because grocers have cut turkey prices steeply in order to get shoppers to the door. Um, whipped cream and sweet potato prices were also down this year so, i don't know hey that. uh just a little fun little stat for you there they'll make you scratch your head <laughs> and then other food news chipotle is going to be testing out the smoked brisket as a protein option in their sort of calimexi restaurants around the nation and the first one to get it is going to be sacramento here this week and then they'll be rolling it out uh, around the nation and also mcdonald's is bringing back the mcrib <laughs> probably their most iconic and controversial menu item I think it's just disgusting. I know that people just love it. They'll go order five of them, stick them in the freezer uh, to have. But uh, they're also giving away 10,000 free Sandos in their Shave for McRib sweepstakes because No Shave November is over. It is December 1st, people. So, uh, yeah, go on there. Uh, you can win a free McRib if you show a picture of before shaving and after shaving. I got to shave. And then, yeah, <laughs> you want to make rib? I've, I've never even had make, one. I don't want to make rib though. I'm, I'm good. Okay, <laughs> you just need to shave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and switching gears here, California is delaying the start of Dungeness crab season. So fish and wildlife officials say that's because whales are continuing their migration and could become entangled in fishing equipment. Their estimated opening is mid to late December for Dungeness crab season. So we'll see that affect, uh, you know, prices, market prices, all of that. I mean, it's not often I get Dungeness crab legs anyways, so it doesn't really affect me, but I thought that was interesting in just the, the whales migration and how it all affects everything. And then my final note, can you take a guess at what the word of the year is? Here my, in 2020, my guess, Rob. My guess would probably be a cuss word, so I'll I'll pass. Hard. Pass. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, it's a real shocker. Pandemic, named by Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is the word of the year. Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I have in my regional news. <laughs> what do you got for us, Rob? 
Uh, for the lake specifically, cases, we are continuing to spike around the entire basin with Washoe County leading the way, nearly 10,000 active cases. And basically, Mike, that's one in every 50 residents um, is, is, has an active case COVID. Uh, 40 of those, though, only specific to, uh, to the lake with Incline Village and Crystal Bay. That's, um, you know, out of 10,000, 40, 40 seems like a, uh, I don't say a good number because it's not good, but it's definitely lower at the lake. Um, but while I don't, I don't want to really get into the numbers for all the surrounding counties, I do think it's weird, though, Washoe County specifically, they've been in excess of 200, 300, 400 per day for over a couple of weeks now. Uh, but we're still only seeing recoveries somewhere in like 120 to 180-ish per day. At some point, we have to see those big numbers in the recoveries, right? I, I mean, I don't. I know everybody's different in how their body body reacts to the to the virus, but it's been long enough. Um, you know, they say that incubation times two weeks, but usually about ten days or so. Those recovery numbers should be higher. I don't know. I think it's just something that struck me as being a little bit weird um, as far as those recoveries goes. But I guess the silver lining is there. Um, the seven day trend did dip slightly. So if there's anything to take out of those numbers for Washoe, that's the one. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think they're just maybe not focusing on that. It's not the, the sexy number, the juicy number, I guess you could say that, that sparks people's attentions, you know? It's yeah. Like, but I think, I mean, it's uh, the, the active cases is, you know, that's a, that's a number to watch. So if you're getting people who recover versus the amount of people who contract the virus or test positive, then that should be a number to watch. Although they, they only look at those seven day and 14 day positives. So I don't know. It just seems weird to me. That point, those numbers though. are so low. I don't know. Yeah. Now, right. you know, keeping on the virus front, Governor Newsom, he did announce yesterday that in a couple weeks, the state of California will be getting 327,000 doses of the vaccine, and they are working on a plan as to how those will be distributed. Um, it's going to be released later this week as far as that plan goes. Um, more than likely, you're going to get frontline workers um, probably the elderly, uh, the ones that are most susceptible to that. And I believe this is the uh, this is the Pfizer vaccine, which basically needs like its own little self-contained igloo to travel around in. I don't know if you've seen the difference between uh, uh, the Pfizer and is Moderna, right? Moderna, yeah. Moderna, yeah. Um, uh, but I, it's good to hear, though. Um, you know, we're still a thing a ways out from this thing being over. But, um, you know, at least it's the start of, of something that's uh, that's positive for, for this thing. Uh, you know, on, on the lighter note, the Tahoe Film Festival this weekend, that show is definitely going on um, despite the closure of the North Star location. I believe there was uh, seven films there that won't be shown, uh, but the majority of them were going to be taking place in Incline Village and Crystal Bay anyways. Uh, that is from December 3rd through the 6th. Kicking off the festival is going to be uh, Tahoe local Jeremy Jones and his film Purple Mountains which uh, basically is a, is a hope to unite people's love for the mountains and the outdoors to come together and fight climate change. Uh, if you've not been to the film festival, it's essentially a blend of uh, documentaries and, and pretty standard movies. Really good lineup this year. They always seem to knock it out as far as um, those documentaries goes and just the regular movies too, uh, but great lineup, especially on the music genre side uh, with films about Johnny Cash and Miles Davis and Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, all the music ones are being shown at Crystal Bay Casino. Um, but spoke with the event organizer last week and with the 25% capacity for Nevada, they've set it all up pretty, pretty good to be um, safe and socially distanced. So if you're a movie lover, you can go check it out and, and still feel comfortable, or at least the, the fact that they got you squared away as far as being safe and precautions taken as necessary.
Uh, and then weather around the basin, somewhat delightful for this time of year. Mild days, um, but chilly nights mostly or makes for mostly great skiing, although uh, there's no weather on the horizon that we can see. Uh, but you got openings of the rest of resorts later this year, basically this week. What did I even say? Weir? This weird. Later this week. <laughs> this weird week. Year. Uh, Trying to blend two <laughs> words together. That should be uh, the a word of the year by Merriam-Webster. Weird. <laughs> uh, but basically, the entire basin they get to open up uh, first ski. The little restrictions, of course, each one of the resorts has their own precautions uh, taken. Um, but a little bit of mixed bags, I think that we've that we've heard on the resorts. Everything from you know they're doing a great job of wiping stuff down, people feeling safe to. Hey, I'm a little uncomfortable here and there, but uh, I think as the season goes on, they'll be able to figure things out um, because they have to. Because I think, Mike, what did you say? Germany was closing resorts? Yeah, parts of, parts of just Europe, but Germany really getting hit hard with it right now. And they're saying they could be closing their resorts for all of December and through the holidays just to, to curb that surge. Yeah, let's hope that uh, that doesn't happen for us. Uh, right. that, would, that would be terrible. Uh, on that ski note, we we did post a great article yesterday on the Tribune that talks about the ski pass war between Icon and Epic. Uh, it was done by actually one of our sister outlets in Aspen, but still interesting to look at uh, both of these two giants and as it relates to the upcoming season. Um, keeping on that recreation front, we had two South Shore residents. They stepped up to bring a brand new outdoor family friendly friendly tubing spot in Myers. The spot is located at Tahoe Paradise Golf Course, and it's got machine groomed tubing lanes. And uh, hopefully, folks will get the hint um, and go out to a designated place instead of those other areas and uh, where they're leaving their busted ass trash behind for everybody else to pick up. Um, so it's uh, it's all under COVID regulations. Should open up uh, sometime early this month, but we'll just keep a watch out for that. But good on them to um, open up that. I think that uh, that'll be nice. It'll be nice to have over there. Yeah. And just for reference for people, it's at the Tahoe Paradise Golf Course, pretty much uh, out in Myers. Yeah. I said Tahoe Paradise, didn't I? Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Slip you that one by me. Easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> and my last note here, happy belated birthday to the city of South Lake Tahoe. Yesterday um, in 1965, November 30th, 1965, the city became incorporated. So that was only 55 years ago. So uh, a still spry and a youngin um, for the city of South Lake Tahoe. <laughs> yeah, and a chance to turn things around in 2021, hopefully, right? With yes, a couple yes. new seats being taken over in city council uh, with John Friedrich and Christy Cregan. So we'll see. We'll see how that all plays out. Yep. <laughs> all right, Rob. Always a pleasure with you here again. Brought to you by Lake Tile L Works. Thank you for the support. Give us a share. Give us a subscribe. And we'll catch you next Tuesday for another edition of Tahoe Talk. Be safe out there, y'all. Good. See you, Mike.